where four teaching friends from across the country who discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Retta. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. Welcome to our fifth episode featuring children's literature you could use in your classroom. Every second Tuesday of the month, We Teach So Hard features themed children's literature. These special podcasts are filled with four recommendations, actually usually more, (laughs) and lesson ideas that you can use in your classroom the very next day. So let's get started, ladies. Today, we're talking about love Love is in the air, everywhere you look around. Sorry. <laughs> it seems like, no, keep it up. We love you singing. <laughs> it seems like such a timely theme to showcase, a new decade. What better way is there to begin 2020 than by showing love, kindness, and compassion for each other? Just think, if we all did just one kind thing for each other, Imagine what a wonderful world this would be. Song cue. <laughs> da, 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 da. I don't know the words well enough. Oh, okay. Red roses too. Wait, <laughs> let's, intru- let's introduce our book choices before I start singing and we'll all be sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> I found a book that is new to me. Um, it's not what you think of when you think of love or probably when kids think of love. Um, I think a lot of our kids automatically go to like, you know, kissy romantic love. (laughs) But this book is called Hair for Mama by Kelly Tinkham. And it's really a sweet story. It's it's family picture time for the Carters, but mama does not want to be in the photo this year because all of her beautiful hair is gone because she's been going through chemo treatments for cancer. And she doesn't want to be remembered without hair. So the little boy, Mm -hmm. he's eight years old, Marcus, he knows that the picture won't be the same without mama and he doesn't want her not to be in the picture. So he comes up with a plan to find her hair, find her some hair (laughs) to make her better, but it doesn't quite work out in the Mm -hmm. way he expects. Um, But I love a line in the book that says, hair is nice to have, but not as nice as me having mama and mama having me. And so it's a story not only about, I know, Red, I knew you would love this. It's a story for every, for oh every family God. who's dealing with a serious illness, but it's also humorous. I mean, it's really cute. The kids will relate to it. Mm-hmm. And it's also, you know, a great springboard about, well, what is love and how can we show love toward others? So mm. it's, it's beautiful. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I have to look for that one. How about you, Leanne? Well, the one that I chose is called The Lion Who Wanted to Love by Giles Andre. Um, it's a wonderful book. Um, it's written as a rhyme, which I really loved, mm-hmm. about Leo, a little lion who walked to the beat of a different drum. Instead of hunting oh. prey, he wanted to love them. <laughs> like Ferdinand. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm dying over here. I'm so fucked. <laughs> His mother tried to explain to him that he needed to hunt other animals in order to eat, but he just wouldn't listen. So he got kicked out of his out of the pride and he walked away sadly, but knew knew he had to be true to himself. So each time he saw an animal who was hurt or in some type of danger, he'd help them. One day he saw a cheetah being swept away in a river and was heading and was heading towards a waterfall. So he jumped in and saved him, but lost his footing and got got caught in the rapids himself. Mm. He started crying out for help, 
for help. And the cheetah gathered all the animals that Leo had helped. They stood on the rocks that were in the rapids. They formed a chain to each other. And a lioness pulled them out of the water. And of course, the lioness turned out to be Mama. And oh. she realized that she had been so wrong about her son. Yay. Oh, and it was so cute. And, you know, realized that, you know, she now understood that you need to be strong to be different. And more importantly, if you have love on your side, you got the most valuable gift there can be. And he became back. He came back into the oh. pride and became the king. He's such a cute little boy. Oh my gosh, is that beautiful? All it takes is love. That's it. <laughs> well, That's all you need. All you need. I've got Drake's books, and I'm not going to take the time to summarize all three, but I will tell you briefly what's, I'm going to be blogging about them, but what they have in common. So the first one is called Crow Call by Lois Lowry. The illustrations are amazing and it's so beautiful and subtle and soft. And it's a, it's a little girl who's trying to reconnect with her father who was a soldier in World War II and he's now come home. And then there's the song and dance man by Karen Ackerman and it's kids listening and connecting to their grandfather with his memories of being a song and dance man and how he reenacts it for them. And the last one is the hundred penny box, which is by uh, Dylan D I L L O N. Oh, I love that one. And again, it's about a boy who who has a great grandmother whose memories are failing her. And he, the hundred penny box helps her reconnect with them. And it's how he shows his love for her. And And all three stories are about connecting or reconnecting or helping people reconnect to parts of themselves and to each other. And so I'm going to be talking about ways to use all three of those books as a springboard with each other. Love it. Well, I tried not to go back to the old standbys that I always used, although there were some good ones in there. Granny Torelli makes soup, the Lemonade mm-hmm. Club. Um, you know, there, there are hundreds of books that we could use. Um, but I was looking for something new and something in the way of a picture book. And I stumbled upon this book called Scribble Stones by Diane Alburn. I think it's pretty new. And in this book, a little river rock type of stone with eyes, all the little river rocks in his pile have eyes. So they're, you know, um, animated. Um, And his name is Stone. And he's looking forward to his life, hoping to make a difference in the world. Now, I did I did wonder what the other's names were because he already took the name. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not only is he the very last one left on the rock pile, but his fate turns out to be out of a paperweight. He's just a paperweight on somebody's desk. He's got a pile of papers under him. But his whole life changes when some scribbles and splatters come by. It sounds like my desk. Scribbles and splatters. And they use up all the paper that Stone is holding down. And then they don't know what to do with themselves. And Stone Stone invites them to, doesn't this sound like this is my book? Yeah. He invites them to decorate him as well. And and they just scribble and splatter and do art designs all over him and put a little bow on top of his head and wherever, whatever the top is. And he's so excited. And all the other stones come back and they see this art happening on the desk. Can you imagine the teacher whose desk this is and all these stones are showing up and, and the scribbles and splatters decorate them too. And they all become gifts and they're shared around the world to inspire creativity 
and to share love and kindness. Mm. And, you know, and to me, this book starts off, you know, just what we're talking about with love, but there's absolutely nothing on the earth that can't be approved by adding in the arts and the arts (laughs) just bring more love. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. So highly recommend it. A full bookcase of awesome books for our our listeners today. So let's talk about the ways that you would get kids talking about them. What are some of the discussion strategies you would do? I'm going to cue my Hallmark heartwarming music right now. Okay. It's very warm. Is your heart warmed? Oh, so touched. Oh, yes. Warm and touched. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) okay well as usual before reading the book i would write the word love on the board and brainstorm all the ways that one shows love and you know discuss the fact that there's all kinds of loves not just the romantic kind um Mm -hmm. then i'd ask them to predict what they think is going to happen in the story and write the predictions on the paper and once we finished reading the book we'd find out if our predictions are correct and then we talk about the moral or the theme and ask them to talk about all the ways that love is shown in the book or in life. Well, I, there's something similar that I would do with with what you're t- what you talked about, Deanne. Um, with my three books, because I'm going to be doing this over time, um, I want to explore love as connection, and so I would have um, an 11 by 17 piece of paper with um, a square for a post-it and each time that we before we read a new book we write our definition of love or what love is which sounds corny but but you're asking kids to like really think deeply about what it what is it it's not just a, a valentine holiday and then as we read the book the first book um, then we go back to that poster to say, okay, so this is what we thought. Now we've read this book. How has our idea about love changed? How did the characters show love? What was love? What made you think it was love that they had for each other? And, and then they write a new definition. And then we go to the second book and we ask the same thing afterwards. How did it change? And so um, this is one of my new approaches with theme. And I love doing this because the kids can actually examine and I make them do a thinking statement. How has my thinking changed from the beginning before we read to the end after we've experienced three books with a similar theme? How has my thinking about the theme changed and why has it changed? Um, So that's what I would do for discussion. Yes, it is. Wow. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Tracy, I don't like to follow you because I would use like the old big pair share kind of thing. Put put your kids in groups of uh, four and partners share. Um, They they think first about their answer and then they, you know, share with each other. And then they share across the table what they came up with. And then each table shares out to the the class. What a great Um, idea. Community share. Yeah, oldie mm. but goodie. Um, and, and so um, the book that I was talking about uh, was actually a, a little book about stone, um, was written in poetry. So it's, mm. all, in, it's all in verse. And um, I would ask the kids, why, why does this book having been written in poetry ah. make a difference? Mm-hmm. Um, would it have been better, you know, if told in a narrative style? Oh. Um, ah. Also, oh, yeah. 
because art is such a strong piece in here, how are art and love related? Um, and and I would use this time to introduce the Art Abandonment Project. If you don't mm-hmm. know about it already, they have a Facebook page, Art Abandonment, and um, HuffPost has a great article about what it's all about. Um, and it's really just about making your own little pieces of art and abandoning them in different places oh, in your community is that almost or where like, you travel is that almost or like in your yarn school bombing. or classroom to kind mm-hmm. of share, share the love with other people through art. Yes, yes and no. This is very small scale. And it's like you could walk into a restaurant, for example, this has been done and somebody has left a little pair of handmade earrings that they made on the, on the washroom counter Mm -hmm. with a card, you know, Mm -hmm. this is a gift for you spreading the love or, or little, little painted rocks like stone in his buddies. Yep. The kindness. Um, Right. Kindness rocks. That's very cool. I've even seen examples go on their Facebook page. You will love it. People do like patterns on the beaches when they're traveling or they make sculptures out of, you know, natural things they find in the forest and they just leave it there with a card, you know, to show someone that they left it for them to just spread. Enjoying art is a special kind of love. And I love the pay it forward idea. Yeah, and that's that's part of it. And also, another question I'd ask them is, um, how how can making art, sharing art, spreading kindness, spread love? Also, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. me so, too. That's, that's I was it. just that's finding paper to jot down your talking. discussion stuff. <laughs> Seriously, Retta, I always walk away with ideas. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, you guys are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's well, just Tracy, one that I've been I doing something similar to I you, also, where we write. This. I'm our, sure I could look up some ideas others, but before reading is, something, and then we go back to continue to revise it. Because I love the kids seeing how their changes. Um, I've also tried this year, and I think I've talked about it before when we did our technology series. Um, but it's called Padlet, P-A-D-L-E-T, and it's basically like a um, online bulletin board. So I would post. The question, you know, what is love mm-hmm. and how can mm-hmm. you show love? And then the kids, as they respond, it comes up on like little post-its on this bulletin board. And so we can continue, mm-hmm. we can continue adding to it, but they can change the colors of their post-it um, with each new read. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love everything. Yes. Anything that's electronic hoarding. The, <laughs> the other um, I've done it where I've screenshotted it and then I love printed it. it. That's um, cool. And I, too. I, they love seeing it on, it on the board too. Like, you know, when I project it large. Because. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what a great way, though, then to, to document it and save it, and then you hang right. it like a yes. like an anchor chart, right? After you're done with a minute or something, and then it's something they can refer, or you give them a copy for their own notebooks. Love it. Mm. So many good ideas. Okay, so now let's talk about learning activities. What do you see yourself doing with your book beyond discussing it?
Okay, so <laughs> everyone knows because I ne- I never shut up about it. What's I am word? a yeah. visible thinking um, fanatic, and there, for lack of a better which word, which is why my strategies pale in contrast. But what? <laughs> favorite things to do and my kids love this routine is color symbol image and it really makes kids think metaphorically about what they have experienced and so the first one it's also called csi so c is for color and they think about the book that they've read or the what the art they've experienced or the music they've heard whatever in this case it would be a book and they think you know if i had to assign a color to this book what color would i assign it so then That helps us get into discussions about feeling and mood and, and um, you know, all of that gist. And they have to be able to explain their choice. And then um, symbol. What symbol would you create that stands for the theme of the book? That's how I how I do it with my kids. And Ooh. it's not a symbol. Like I'm not saying draw a star. Ooh, that means it's exciting or draw, you know, I mean, you create a symbol. You have to create something Uh that symbolizes the meaning. And then the last one is image, something that you see in your mind as you experience the text. So what I like to do is, and with these three books, I would do color symbol image for each book with the kids. And then I'd ask them to do some compare and contrast. And then the last part is, okay, now look at the symbols that you've created for Crow Call and Song and Dance Man and the 100 Penny Box. What do they have in common? What's different? Oh, good. And I was now just thinking, use them to create a, a symbol for what you think love is, but you may not use a heart in your symbol. Wow, that's so hard. Oh. <gasps> yeah. No, oh, that's great. You're not right. use a heart. You you can't even use it as because they're not. It's not just a like I'm asking them to create it, and I'm I know I'm diver diverting right. from what the original you know like what Project Zero. Um, out of Harvard, you know, when they first thought of this routine, they, I'm totally diverging from what they intended it to be. Oh, what a great challenge. And then it becomes a piece of artwork. I want because to be in then your I, class, Tracy, although I can say it and everything, then I give them watercolors and crayons so and crayon resist, and we do this vibrant symbol. Um, oh, I want pictures. <laughs> it's it's, i've done it before i did it before when i was um talking to them about the poem daybreak in alabama and the 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 pictures you get the symbol the symbolic stuff and the symbolic thinking that takes place it's so much fun so one of the things that we've done before as just to show love to show kindness and thoughtfulness absolutely is my kids my kids came up with i think it was around halloween actually several years ago and you know how the um it's called you've been booed where 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 Mm -hmm. neighbors leave a cute little treat bag or something with a with a poem and so my, I was telling my kids how I was so excited because one of my neighbors had booed us and they said, yes. oh, well, why don't we do something like that for other teachers yeah. to show teachers and staff how uh-huh. much we love them? And what, and so they came up, they, on their own, they brainstormed for what each teacher likes. Like it was really personalized. And then throughout the next month, they oh. would, um, they would go to like, you know, our counselor, for example, and they would leave it at her door, knock mm-hmm. on it and run away. And then they'd hide around no. the corner. Oh my at the time we had, iPod, 
Yeah, at the time we had iPods, so I guess it was more than just a few years ago, but then they would video it around the corner of, you know, whoever they (laughs) delivered this to and their expression and no one knew who did it. Like we didn't want to tell anybody. So that was just part Uh of like showing the love and showing how much we care for people. Yeah. Yeah, they loved it. precious. Cool idea. That's wonderful. Wow. I love it. Well, the activity that I would use is kind of, um, as I said, introduce that art abandonment project and then make some kindness rocks or love rocks, rocks with love messages, Mm. with designs um, to leave around your school or uh, in the in the community. Um, And then another idea that I had to, you know, stemming from that was to make a love rocks book for each student Mm -hmm. um, and have students send them messages of love and caring. And I have a resource for that and we'll put it in, it's in my blog post Mm and um, we can put it in the show notes. It's called the kindness rocks rock garden, which gives you a way to start um, on paper to create this. It's like, it could be a brainstorming for your actual river rocks that you, that you donate, uh, you know, that you um, share later on. And also I had an idea for writing. Um, The whole story is told about stone and what happens to him. But I think it'll be fun to tell a story from the rocks perspective when a rock gets decorated and then shared and, you know, and what happens to, to him or her out in the, world mm. until they get discovered oh, what a cool, nice. I like this point of view I love that idea uh, that's adorable that really is um well I have I have um actually a resource that kind of goes along with this it's called caught in the act of of being mm. kind and there's little cards and what would happen if you see somebody doing something kind for somebody else, or they do something kind for you, you write their name down and you write what it was that they did and they start to collect these and, you know, you know, see how many Mm -hmm. they have at the end of the year or something and put it into like a little Mm -hmm. booklet of all the little kindness acts that they've done. And you can also discuss how kindness Mm -hmm. shows love, love shows kindness. That'd be so cute as a class anthology. Just another little other activity I'd have them do is um, since the book that I read, to them as a rhyme, I just have them write their own little rhyming stories about showing love and maybe illustrate it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So let's let's transition to talking about um, some of the other books that we could connect what we're recommending to. We all know that one of the most powerful things you can do with a book is to make personal textual or world connections. Um, so let's, let's well, there is a super cute picture book by Dallas Clayton called an awesome book of love. <laughs> and it's, it's like all the illustrations are very bright. It's such a happy book, but um, it's, it perfectly details how your heart feels in loving moments. So the different mm-hmm. kinds of love, like the way you love someone romantically or the way you love your child, somewhat the way you love your parents, the way you love your friends. And in this book, it just describes all the kinds of love. Mm-hmm. So again, it gets kids away from their oh. typical um, thinking of love and just how you feel when you're loving someone. <laughs> of course you do.
Mm, wow. Okay, well, I have a few, of course. Um, and, and I'm grateful to Tracy for coming up with this name because all I could remember was what it was about, but it was a book that really touched my heart, and I used it for years in my classroom. It's a very um, slim little volume called Seed Folks by Paul mm-hmm. Fleischman, and it's about a very diverse community, a block of people who don't know each other. They live, I think, in New York, but I'm not positive. And um, through the establishment of a community garden and each of them taking a role in that garden, they get to know each other and they get to know all about each Mm. other. Um, Each chapter is about a different person in that neighborhood. A little disclaimer or warning for you, if you use it with young kids, there's one um, chapter about a pregnant (laughs) teenager. I just left that one out. I used it as a read aloud, left it out, no problem. Um, another (laughs) rabbit hole that I fell down this morning, um, with Bob Marley was that his daughter, and I guess if you're very young, you don't know about Bob Marley, but Tracy will sing a little bit of one log for you. (laughs) Okay. Then read my blog post and I'll, and I'll connect you with some really good, um, versions of that song. But basically Bob Marley had a song, um, called one love, one love, one heart. Let's get together and feel all right. Very simple. That we're all, the whole world, we're <laughs> one people. We're one love that is shared. and We have one common heart. His daughter, Sidella Marley, um, strangely known to him as Nice Time, I don't know why, um, wrote two books about his sons, One Love and Every Little Thing. And I this came as a surprise to me. They're infant board books. Mm-hmm. And she took her father's very simple, easy to understand theme, right? One love, one heart. Let's feel all right. And then the other book is Every Little Thing is going to be all right. It's called Every Little Thing. And those are reassuring things to say to children. Um, The love and the color in these illustrations just literally jump off the page. And I recommend sharing them with kids of any age at all. Well, my, you know, I, as usual, I jump the gun and talk about three books at once. <laughs> I have a fourth. Um, you know, the, the thing that my three books have in common is, is connecting with, with another relative. And sometimes those connections are wonderful and loving. And then other times they're frustrating um, or they're awkward as, as in Crow Call, um, the little girl feels awkward around her father, who she doesn't know very well because he's been away to war. But my fourth recommendation is The War with Grandpa, which is a way to add some humor into talking about this. This boy, um, it's by Robert Kimmel Smith. And this boy, um, his grandfather is moving in with the family and and the the boy is delighted. But the grandfather is moving into the boy's room. And he Mm -hmm. starts this campaign because he's upset. Why is he the only person in the family to sacrifice? So grandpa's living with them. (laughs) He starts this campaign to get his room back and it's a war against grandpa, but grandpa's not going to take it lying down. And grandpa takes part in the war and gets back at him. Um, So it's humorous. It's humorous. Um, You know, and there's, there's love there still. Um, And there's humor, but there's also awkwardness and frustration and, and, yearning and longing so it's a great a little chapter book comparison piece with the other picture books that i recommended 
Oh, that sounds great. I like it. Um, okay, well, mine is a little bit very similar to Kathy's called I Am Love mm-hmm. by Susan Verdi. Uh, it's about a little girl who wants to show love to everybody around and by being compassionate to them when they're fearful, sad, or lonely. And she explains that love is many things. And, well, they're by know, Peter Reynolds, without speaking, who's one being of our present, giving comfort, so it's beautiful. Um, understanding, remembering those who have passed and connections with yeah. each other, uh, showing compassion, so tenderness. And the illustrations are really, really adorable. Yeah. And oh perfect yes peter reynolds he's my new hero i met him at a conference and i i'll never forget him what a generous what a generous generous human being well ladies and listeners this is all we have time for today we hope you've enjoyed our um theme book talk about love and that it enriches um your instruction over the next couple months. Be sure to check out our blogs because we've written about these books and given more ideas and resources you can use with them. Um, Be sure to tune in next week. We're really excited about this because we have a four-part series coming your way about building a culturally responsive classroom. Um, Next week will be part one. We'll be talking about how to set up your classroom so it's a safe and respectful environment for all students. If you like what you hear, give us a shout out and leave a comment or rate us on your listening platform because you teach so hard.